Hi, and welcome to Combos with Chloe after miscarriage, pregnancy loss, and infant loss. Today, we're going to talk about the five steps of grief, but I'm going to specifically talk about anger. I'm sure if you've ever heard of this, but I'm hoping with the episode, I'll not only go over these five steps, but I'm going to go over anger and particularly when it comes to when you lose a child or go through a miscarriage. And I'm hoping to shed light on these different types of grief, but also some areas where you probably dealt with this emotion during your loss, as well as how to cope with it. Be back in just a second. Hi, and welcome back. So in this episode, I just want to go ahead and go jump right into it is in regards to what you deal with as you go through this process of healing from your loss. Um, And just keep in mind that there's no set time for you to go through this loss and this grief. Um, It does take a lot of time. Um, I lost my son in 2019, I believe it was. Um, And it's going on year to two years. And I still deal with some of those feelings, some of those anger feelings, some of questioning. I mean, just so many things come up off and on. And I want to teach you about the five steps of grief. If you've never heard of it, you can look it up. It's literally everywhere. Uh, But I want to talk about how it goes along specifically to when you lose a child. A lot of what you will find online would be more so about like when somebody passes away, like, you know, like a mother or father or a cousin, people that you've seen actually live their life versus a child that you may have never even seen them live a life. And that could even be something that you deal with with these feelings. And so I'm going to go over the five, but not in specifics on the five. I'm going to focus on anger. So when you go through grief, there's a couple of steps that your emotions go through. So before I even go into that, let me explain to you what emotions are. So when it comes to emotions, we actually won't deal with an emotion unless it hinders or helps a goal that we have. So for instance, if you really wanted to get pregnant and you get pregnant, well, you have a positive emotion because it's helping you reach your goal of getting pregnant, having a baby, being a mother. So when we lose a child that's hindering our goal, which is to be a mother, have a child, and that upsets us, we deal with negative emotions, sadness. Well, I wouldn't say negative, but just maybe not positive um, with it. But I wouldn't say all the way negative. Sometimes we need to have those feelings and situations because sometimes you can cry tears of joy. Uh, But when you go through those emotions, whether it is anger, sadness, fear, or joy, surprise, happiness, um, you're going to come up with either one of those as you go through any situation. So when it comes to losing a child, the same feelings come up when you're grieving a person and may have you actually experienced them having a um, life here on earth. So those five stages of grief that you do go through as you deal with those emotions are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So once again, it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Now today I'm going to specifically talk about anger. And I do want to let you know that when it comes to these emotions that you feel, they don't necessarily always go in order. Um, I know even for me, I remember starting off with anger and then I went into somewhat of a denial, depression, then I went back to anger, 
bargaining came up. I accepted it for a minute. And sometimes I still find myself going through depression and sadness years later. Uh, but I wanted to talk about anger just because that was the first feeling I felt after sadness. But the anger probably came up the strongest after I lost my son. I remember praying like crazy on my way to the hospital because I knew something was wrong, but I just couldn't really figure out completely um, if I was going to, you know, for sure I was going to lose him or if it was just a complication. But I remember praying like crazy on the way to the hospital and I was just so hurt and upset that God allowed me to lose my child. I, I just, I never would have expected it. I was so frustrated. I felt like I did all this praying. Why did I even pray? What is the point of scriptures in the Bible? It didn't come to pass what the scriptures say. I was angry at a lot of things. I was, so many things came to my mind. I even remember um, they brought in a chaplain at the hospital after we lost him. And I didn't want to hear anything about God. I remember even saying, I don't want to hear anything about God. Don't want to pray. I was just angry. And I remember the time uh, my ex-husband said to me, you know, like, Chloe, don't, you know, don't be that way, you know, but I was just so angry, you know, so I just sat there in just total blank face, total stealth mode as they prayed and they asked me, is there anything they can do for me? I said, no, there's nothing you can do. Um, and I think that's normal to feel like that. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, um, Faith has been a part of my life for a really long time. And I was really big about the Bible and scriptures. And I definitely believe in um, when you delight yourself in the Lord, you the desires of your heart, what you ask for, you receive. But as I got older, I realized the truth behind when God asked, well, excuse me, when Jesus asked God to take that cup from him being on the cross. But then at the end, he said, you know, not my will, your will be done. And so as time went on, I learned that um, God does know better than me and he is sovereign. He sees the future. He knows all things. And so I realized after a little while that no matter what I ask for, and God is a very loving, good God. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can ask for things and ask for him if it's a part of his permissive will. And I've experienced God giving me things with some, as me, I always tell my best friend with sprinkles on top of. Uh, he's awesome at that. But I always tell him like, Lord, I know that you know better than I know myself. And I know, you know, um, what's going on with my life, what's going on with the situation, future, everything. And I'll talk in another podcast in regards to God's will. And when it comes to losing a child, uh, that's probably the hardest thing we go through, wondering why God allowed it. And God has allowed me to go through some situations to where I see totally why he allowed it. As much as it may still hurt, even when you do know why, um, it still hurts. And I think we want to know why, because we think that it'll heal the pain, but it uh, really kind of doesn't. It really more so helps you accept it. However, um, I'm going to talk about anger. So when it comes to anger, um, usually anger is more of something that masks how you really feel. So like for me, when I'm sad about something, if I can't get that sadness out or cry, I more so get angry and vice versa. If I'm really angry about something and I can't get it out, I end up crying because I'm so upset about it. And so when we get angry, that anger can go towards a couple of things. Um, it can go towards the doctors that didn't help you enough during the loss. So you may feel like they didn't help you. I remember a week before 
I actually lost Solomon going. I remember being at home and it looked like I lost the mucus plug. And I read a lot. <laughs> so I knew that's what it was. I knew that's what it was. And I had really, really good doctors. I was going to um, Duke Hospital at the time in Durham, North Carolina. And anytime I had an issue that would let me come in. And, you know, she checked my cervix. She let me hear the heartbeat. Um, and I was like, well, it looked like it was a mucus plug. And she was like, well, sometimes you'll lose it. It regenerate. You know, I really felt like she cared. Um, and then, yeah, that was that Thursday. And then that Monday night or either Sunday night was when I lost Solomon. And my first thought as well was, well, did she do enough? Did she catch it? I told her that I lost this, you know, mucus plug. She could have possibly known that this was going to happen. So I found myself getting upset with her that, oh, I told her, why didn't she know? Um, I also found myself mad at the hospital um, when I walked in and I told them I was only 18 or was I 19 weeks? Uh, one of the two. Um, they automatically disregarded me um, because they assumed, oh, well, she is only this far along. She probably just spotting and having issues. And they just sit me down with everybody else. Sometimes I would think back to that and say, well, if they would have maybe taken me a little bit more seriously, I wouldn't have lost Solomon. Um, I got upset that they took so long to get to me in the back. Um, I got upset that I had already lost him by the time they came back and did an ultrasound. I found myself upset about a lot of stuff. And that's the thing. You may find yourself getting upset with the doctors, with the nurses, with your primary doctor, your gynecologist. I mean, you'll, you'll direct towards different things, but that's one of the things I remember getting upset about. Um, and I'm going to talk about in a little bit how I dealt with it later, but you may find yourself getting upset with your healthcare providers um, because in your mind, that's their position, that's their job, they should know. The second thing you may get mad at is like I talked about in the beginning with my story is God. Um, I struggled heavily with God. I didn't get it. I didn't understand I just didn't understand any type of purpose that could come from a person losing a child. I thought it was the worst thing a person could experience. And it definitely was the worst thing I experienced. And it actually confused me about God. Um, I felt like everything I knew about God went out the window when I lost my son. I thought I knew God, but I felt like I didn't. Um, and I just didn't know how to relate to him at that moment. I just didn't get it. I'm just like, why did he allow this? Like, if he's saying that he is close to the broken heart and he hears my prayers and whatever I ask for, I shall receive. He knew that how much I desired being a mom my entire life. Why did he allow this? I was angry at God. I was angry at the Holy Spirit. I was angry at Jesus. Everybody, the whole trio, I was upset about it. Um, and it's normal. I don't want you to feel like it's weird that you're mad at God. I don't want you to think that God is surprised that you're mad at him. I don't even want you to think that he doesn't want to hear your anger as if you can't be honest. You can be honest. It's okay that you are upset. And I don't want you to think you have to hide that from God. He knows your thoughts before you even know them, before you even speak them. Express that anger to him. It's okay. And I'm going to talk about a little bit later how I express that, how I dealt with that. The last thing you may find yourself getting upset with is yourself. I kept saying, could I have caught this? Is because I'm overweight? Is because I have PCOS? Should I have paid more attention to my body? Should I have been resting and stuff cleaned up all the time? 
I thought a mil about a million things that I could have done. Maybe I could have caught this. Um, and I just found myself blaming whatever I could, you know, when it came to myself. Because should I have read more? Um, I'm not sure if I told you in the other podcast, but I found out it was because of an insufficient cervix. That is something that they can't um, find or predict. They usually don't know that you deal with that until after you lose the child. I remember my mother was like, oh, yeah, I remember you kind of almost prematurely um, had you. Then I found myself being mad at my mother. Why didn't you tell me this? <laughs> you know, so you just and the reason why you get angry is all you're thinking is, could I have prevented this? Doctors, you could have prevented this. Mom, you could have prevented this if you would have told me this. God, you could have prevented this. And that's why you're angry. Because all you think to yourself is, this could have prevented this. God, you, yourself, others. But you got to let that go. Because if you don't let go of anger, you're never going to be able to heal. When you realize that you being angry solves nothing. All it does is just hinder your healing. And when you really realize what you're really angry about, when you really look at all of it, is that you're angry with God. And when I come back, I'm going to talk to you how I dealt with that anger, how I pushed past it, and how it actually helped me to grow closer to God. I'll be back in just a second to help you figure out how to deal with that and how to heal from it. If you are finding yourself struggling to deal with this miscarriage that you experience or pregnancy loss, and you would love to talk to somebody, love to be able to have someone walk with you step by step and get guidance and help you process your healing, I wanted to introduce to you Caring Counselors Coalition. I went through counseling quite a bit over so many things in my life, divorce, moving, and of course, the miscarriage and pregnancy loss. And even in the midst of that, sometimes I would find myself not being able to afford it or insurance wouldn't cover it. And so I created Caring Counselors Coalition specifically for this reason. If you go to www.chloemgooden.com, click on ministries and counseling and therapy resources, you will see there that we offer counselors who can help you through this process. And we hope to not only be able to provide you with counseling resources, but also financial assistance so you can get the help and healing that you need. To find out more about this service, um, go to www.chloemgooden.com, click ministries and then counseling and therapy resources and you will see how to apply and I hope we are able to help you heal receive hope and guidance God bless welcome back so in the first part of this podcast I went over the five steps of grief when it comes to you actually losing somebody specifically though when it comes to pregnancy loss and so those five steps again were denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance I'm focusing however on anger and in the second part I'm going over with you how I dealt with that anger um, how I was able to push past it so I can get towards healing because um, it's going to be really hard to get to the other steps in regards to the process of getting to a peaceful place about it if you don't push past it because anger is really just masking the other 
things that you actually feel about it. And so one of the things I did was I journaled a lot. Um, now, I'm not saying that you have to journal. The purpose of why I'm bringing up journaling is because you're going to have to find your way of expressing to God how you feel. So many times I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would get so sad and upset when I would remember that I had lost my son. Um, and I'll talk more about that in the sadness, depression um, podcast when it comes to just five steps of grief. Um, but usually in the middle of the night, I would just write to God and I did not hold anything back. I told him exactly how I felt. I told him I was angry. I told him why I was angry. And I feel like every single time the Holy Spirit met me there, even in my anger, so whether that's through songs for you, whether that's through poetry for you, writing in a journal, just talking to God, don't hold anything back. He already knows how you feel. He knows and he's concerned about how you feel as well. And he doesn't want you to feel that way. So when you do that, don't think you have to hide it. He actually will meet you there and he will help you feel better. And he will give you this peace that's beyond understanding. And when I say peace, I don't mean like, oh, you're totally over the loss. Move on. No, he will meet you every single moment that you get there. It's truly true what the word says that God is near to the brokenhearted and contrite spirit that he hears the tears of his children. He will meet you there. And I know for sure God met me. And many times when I would write out how I felt towards the end, it usually ended with some type of closure. And God reminded me how much he loved me and how he was there, even in the midst of that loss. And um, I'll talk more about that when it comes to um, accepting God's will and of that type of nature when it comes to this. The other thing that helped a lot was small groups. Um, I'm not sure if your church has small groups. Mine does. Um, so if you don't have small groups, you can do support groups. Um, for me, I did both because uh, I, I knew it would take me a lot to heal and I jumped into anything and everything. So I went to a support group and I was honest. Um, everybody told their story. I was the last one. And I even said at the end, like, honestly, I'm struggling the most with my faith because I did not think this is how God works. And I was so glad I was honest because as soon as I said that, everybody else opened up about their anger. Your anger and how you feel, you never know by you expressing that you may free somebody else to express that. And in that small group that I was in, it was actually a small group where one girl was struggling to get pregnant at all, or she would have issues kind of like the body ovum. Then I lost my child around 19, 20 weeks because of insufficient cervix. And it was another girl. She lost her child two days before she was supposed to have it. Her baby, she already had the crib set up. I mean, that blew my mind. Um, that she went through that. And she had pictures of her baby. I didn't take a picture of mine. Um, and it was so interesting because it's almost like we all were in different places when it came to our loss. And I have no doubt that was God ordained that we met each other. Um, and it felt good to get out how I felt and then be around other people. I'm um, in the same faith, expressing that, questioning God and being angry with God. Because it made me realize that I wasn't crazy, that I felt like that. And we were able to support each other and pray for each other. And one of the things I loved was um, they remembered the day I lost Solomon. And I was acknowledged that it's his birthday. Um, and I remember 
they wrote like a poem about me and my son and that that just really was so helpful and it, it was so good that they acknowledged that and I'm gonna talk about that too um, within the podcast I'm um, realizing like how to deal with acknowledging the loss and what you can do when it comes to that. Um, another thing that helped me was prayer, which is what I did, of course, through the journaling and the writing. Don't think your prayer has to look a certain way. It doesn't. Talking to God is prayer. Um, and so and within that prayer, though, use scriptures. Um, it helps me sometimes if I just Google prayers to deal with losses, prayers when you're angry with God, and sometimes seeing other people in the Bible who express their anger to God helped me realize it was okay. Um, so make sure to incorporate in that in your prayer patience. I didn't try to make myself stop being angry. <laughs> like I let myself feel it. I knew that God was okay with that. I knew that was part of my healing. Be patient in your feelings and even going through your anger. It's okay that you are angry. If nobody told you that but me, it's okay that you're angry. It's okay that you're angry. God is okay with the fact that you're angry because he knows how hurtful it is to lose a child and he felt it with you. It's okay to be angry. Don't let anybody else tell you that it's not okay. Scripture helps a lot, as I said before, with the prayer and acceptance. If you learn to accept what happened, and it takes a while. It takes a while. It does kind of let go of some anger um, because you start realizing, you know what? I can't change what happened and me being angry about it isn't going to help it. And I'll talk more about acceptance as well when I talk specifically about that when it comes to grief. Um, but when you get to that place, it helps you realize the anger does nothing and you're accepting the anger, but then also accepting that you have to let that go. A lot of anger has to do with unforgiveness. Many times when we're angry at people or situation at the end of the day, it's about because we can't forgive that person. And what you have to realize is that doctors, yourself, your health care givers, they're imperfect. They're not God. So that's why it's kind of hard to forgive God, because you're like, but God, you are God and you can do anything. And that's where the whole knowing God is sovereign and that he was there with you and it hurt him, too. But you're going to have to forgive yourself, forgive those around you and accepting what's going on. And I'm not saying it's easy. I've had many days where I still struggle and can't believe I had a son and I was pregnant at one point and I lost him. I still sometimes can't believe it. And then I just let myself remind myself, you know what, but it did happen. And I have to just trust God and I will go over that um, as the podcasts go on and on to a point of how I got there realizing why it happened and how I came to peace about that. Um, but a lot of your healing and peace comes after you get through the anger. I hope that this has helped you. Um, please know it's okay you feel this way and it's going to take time to journal, go to small groups, support groups, pray, have patience, use scripture, and it all will help you heal and accept what is going on in your life really always glad to be here for you and talk about these topics because I'm really do really really do hope this helps you heal have hope and guidance till next time please know God is with you and God bless
I hope this episode helped you. As always, you can go to www.chloemgoodin.com. Click on Ministries and After Miscarriage for any other resources of hope, encouragement, and healing. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless. As always, you can visit ChloeMGoodin.com for more books, blogs, podcast topics, as well as resources. You can also contact me there for any questions and or also if you have anything that you want to inquire about with the podcast, as well as speaking events. As always, I hope that I'm able to lead you into healing, hope, strength, and fulfillment through Christ. And make sure to subscribe so you can learn more about the Chloe M. Good Ministries, as well as stay up to date. Until next time, God bless.